Welcome back to the Primetime Thoughts Podcast. I'm your host, Troy, and I'm here with my co-hosts, Zach and Ramon, with episode 45. How are you guys doing? Pretty good. Great. Everything's good over here. All right. Let's get it rolling. We're going to do a little XFL talk and some NBA All-Star Weekend talk today. Uh, so for the XFL, a lot of people have been asked me, uh, a lot of people have been hitting me up with ideas too. Like, what's the XFL? What's the XFL? Like, uh, how, what are, what are the rules and stuff like that? So basically the XFL is, is, it's football. It's American football, but it's a little different from NFL. So... The kicker is kicking off for the 25-yard line, and the ball must be kicked in the air. Uh, and the ball must be kicked in the air. The kick returner has to actually catch it before the uh, the kickoff team could actually go and tackle the kick returner. That's that's why I see different. Uh, the, the extra, there is no more extra point kick a field goal. Now is if you want an extra point, you gotta go. What is it? One point is at the two at the at the two point. One point uh, from the two, two points from the five, three points from the ten. All right. Uh, is there any other rule I'm missing? Uh, don't forget to mention on the kickoff, you have two walls on the outside of the field, about 15, 20 yards in front of the kick return man. As soon as he catches the ball, they engage and it basically eliminates all high collision impact or high speed impact because you're you're right in front of each other. Sounds a little bit robotic. Um, the catch rules are similar to college. You only need one foot in bounds. The punt rule is apparently different. The punty team cannot release past the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. Gunners must be lined up at the line of scrimmage and are permitted to move laterally once the ball is snapped or uh, until it is kicked. Defenders, defenders over the gunner cannot cross the line of scrimmage until the ball is kicked. If the ball goes out of bounds inside the 35-yard line, it is a touchback and the ball goes to the 35-yard line. If a ball, if a punt ball lands in an opponent's end zone or goes over the end zone, the result is a touchback and the ball goes goes to the thirty-five yard line. Uh, there's still a fair fair catch rule. Uh, there's the double fo- double forward pass rule. If a team completes a forward pass behind the line of scrimmage, that team must throw a second forward pass as long that team can may throw a second forward pass as long as the ball has has at no time crossed the line of scrimmage. Once the ball uh crosses the line of scrimmage, no for, no uh, no forward pass. So that's interesting. You could throw, throw a double forward pass and uh this is the last rule. 
Uh, anybody knows the overtime rule or is looking at the overtime rule? Fuck no. Alright, I'll just read off this when I got pulled up. Uh, overtime must be must be could, must be done in five rounds. Uh, single play possession, like in a uh, NHL shoot off or a MSL or MSL penalty kicks. Uh, every possession starts at the opponent's five yard five yard five yard line, and the Austin team has one play to score. The team with the most points after five rounds is the winner. Damn. Yeah, that sounds. I like it. Quick, fast, and to the point. That one you ain't got forever long game. Um, the only other difference is there's a 25 second play clock. Uh, there's a 10 minute halftime. And the you guys were talking about the replays really. How how's that change? Uh basically when you review a call, instead of basically you just sit there and they show the replay over and over on TV, they'll actually go to the booth and you'll get to hear uh the the replay commissioner and referees discuss what they see and pretty much just like a real-time review of their thoughts before they actually make the call on the field. So you understand exactly what they're looking at. Uh, And then, let's get get into the recap. So, uh, anybody got the scores up? The Super Bowl? No, the XFL. Alright, so I guess I'll go. So for week one, uh, the defenders beat the Dragons 31 to 19. The Rough Decks beat the Wildcats 37 to 17. The Guardians beat the Vipers 23 to 3. And the uh, Battle Hawks beat the Renegades fifteen to nineteen. Hey, my team won, and I'm gonna come up with my own personal uh, power rankings in a little bit. But I just want to hear everybody else's thoughts on Week One of the XFL. Battle Hawks champion. <laughs> my squad. Hey, my, my team showed the best defense out of everybody I've seen. They had five turnovers. But Aaron Murray, that dude's horrible for the Vipers on the tape. College, he was okay. Yeah, college, he was, he, was, he, was, he, was he was good. Decent. He had the potential. I guess he just... I don't even know but, if he made it to the NFL, actually. He was a backup somewhere. But for this, for this league, nah. I think yes, they just... He's hurt, by the way, now. I think they best bet quarterback-wise, even though I still think they probably lose, is Quentin Flowers. Former uh, University of South Florida quarterback. 
Hey, week one, the XFL got a lot of exposure, a lot of people talking about it. They better keep that momentum up throughout the whole season, I feel like. It might go quiet for a couple of weeks, and then playoffs, it'll be all hype again. Or it's old uh, halfway through the year. But, you know, hopefully not. Yeah. I think to get a fair read on the XFL as a whole, probably have to wait till year two because quality of play is going to be bad for at least a couple of weeks now because these teams haven't even been together but for a month or two. Right. So they don't really know each other like that. Haven't had the quality practice time needed to execute at a high level. I'll probably I probably won't make my power reach until week three. Week one is just week one. Week two, you're still learning. Week I think by week three, everybody should know who runs the league and who has the potential and who who's not the best teams yet. So I think by week three or week four, I'll make my first power ranking. Battlehawk number one. Or I'll wait until the playoffs to make a playoff power ranking. We'll see. Ramon's saying Battlehawk, so I'm, I'm going to just by default put them last. New York and D.C. impressed me the most on both yeah. sides of the ball. But with Cordell Jones, apparently he's looking good. 12-0 as a starter from from day one, man. Dude's been That dude hasn't lost a game since... The, the Big Ten Championship back in 2014. So, there you go. Funny how he got MVP chance after, like, three <laughs> plays. Literally, like, three plays. They're like, MVP. Like, what is y'all doing? MVP. That is an interesting... He, I mean, I feel like the XFL probably would heavily favorite quarterbacks. I don't know. Oh, I mean, well. it's going to be a quarterback for the first... The first year is going to be MVP. It's going to have to be a quarterback, I'm pretty sure. Now, it just depends. That wide receiver for the Vipers, he did pretty good. To say his team got waxed, he, he was pretty solid. That's why I said, but like week three, week four, you'll know who's who. Week one, anybody could have went off week one. We'll see. Makes sense. All right. That pretty much cover the XFL topic. And Zach, Zach fell asleep. Yeah, probably did. <laughs> Got yelled at, getting yelled at right now. I'm about to say his sergeant came and found him. Confiscated his phone. You know you're not supposed to be recording on sports podcast right now. You know you're not. Check around. All right, well, it was it was good recording with y'all. Small little episode. Uh, whenever it Zach was, gets ungrounded, <laughs> we'll, we'll be yeah, it was it was the greatest, shortest episode of primetime thoughts history. <laughs> hey man, we all need to invest in like some. I might give me like a a microphone just to use for. I still got those AirPods. I need, I need more. I feel like I need. I'm gonna need more clear. Even though this is, even though this isn't the episode, AirPods overrated. Don't at me. <laughs> overrated. Yeah, I wouldn't say they're overrated. Hey, back when they first dropped, overrated. AF man. 
but now that they're more common, they're they're pretty. They're all right. Troy, you still in here? Yep. You want to uh, hey, start man. the start the next topic until Zach gets back? The uh, NBA trades, the trade deadline. Hey, let's go for it. All right, hold on. Why y'all do that? I'm, I'm gonna come back. All right. Just talk about the trades and pretty much we can probably grade them or if we like the trade or not. All right, so we had two major trades go down in the NBA uh, and a couple other small deals. The first deal that went down, Rockets sent, it was like uh, the 13 total players involved in the trade, but the main part of the trade was the Rockets got rid of Clint Capella and they brought in Robert Covington. What are your thoughts on that move, Ramon? They're about to get killed on the board and route to a first round exit. PJ Tucker is now their starting center at six foot five. Going up against Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, JaVel McGee, Rudy Gobert, Zubat. And any other centers, the fine white side, if they make it, Jackson Hayes, Derek Favors, yeah, that's not gonna, not gonna end well. Covington's a solid pickup, so I like the Covington pickup, but for them to just have no size at center now, that's not gonna work. They should probably look to uh, pick up. Joakim Noah, that would probably help. I still think they're a first-round exit, but that would help compared to P.J. Tucker being your starting center at six foot five. Who are they in line to play right now in the first round? Let me see. They're in line to play the Jazz in the first yeah. round. Yeah. Nope. Man, Team that LeBron is about 20 points. I don't care. What? I said Team LeBron winning by 20. I still don't even understand the rules for the All-Star game. It's It doesn't make sense. I'm just, I just want to watch the three-point and the slam like I do every year. Can we bring back the, uh, the Shooting Stars Challenge, please? That was like my favorite event. Yeah, I like the Skills Challenge, too. Playing a lot of big men from downtown. Can we get a one v one king of the court? King and of the court would be cool too. Let's get into this other big trade. The last big trade we had sent D'Angelo Russell to the Timberwolves in exchange for Andrew Wiggins, a protected 20, 2021 first round pick and a 2021 second round pick. And the Timberwolves also received Jacob Evans and Omari Spellman. Overall, I don't know. There's a saying that one man's trash is another man's treasure. And that may be the case for both teams in this situation because it clearly wasn't working out for either player on these teams. Mm. Russell was having a down year at the Warriors. Granted, pretty injured. And Andrew Wiggins has just been a complete dumpster fire. He'll put up the points, but 
that's about it. Defense is not there. Shooting's not there. He'll be a less shooting, more athletic Harrison Barnes for them. So that works for them. If Clay yeah. Thompson comes back the right way. Oh, I And D'Angelo Russell, Carl Anthony Towns, Malik Beasley. They get some more defenders in there. Pick that bench. That they can they can do something. Maybe somehow get Devin Booker in there, but I don't you know. Devin Booker could be the next star on his way out. I would Speaking hope of Devin so. Booker. On what planet is Donovan Mitchell better than Devin Booker? Why why is Devin Booker not an all star? I'm not sure what I'm missing this season, but Devin Booker was a that all star. Because his team's record, I'm guessing. The yeah. Jazz are fourth. Nobody expected the Jazz to be fourth. That's my only thinking. I expected the Jazz to be fourth. I thought they would have finished second. He's averaging, Donovan Mitchell's averaging 24 a game on 45% field goal, 4.3 rebounds, and only 4.3 assists. Yikes. I think Devin Booker's averaging like 26, 4, and 5, and he's shooting like 50%. Devin Booker is averaging... 26.4, 49%, basically 50%. 4.2 rebounds and 6 assists. I think he said that. So, yeah. Devin Booker got snubbed. All right. Well, I guess we could jump into the skills challenge. Uh, Wait. Stephen A. Team Stephen A. Smith celebrity game. Quavo MVP. <laughs> oh, man. I'm um, ready here first. Okay, yeah. first. Dude, this the, the the celebrity game this year is absolutely awful. Right. It's pretty much a bunch of bad rappers and bad actors with no athletic ability. It's just I don't know, it's it's gonna be bad. It'll be more like a comedy versus like a game. I don't think anybody gonna really take it serious. Rising Stars Challenge Team USA will watch Team World. Trey Young, John Morant, Zion Williamson, Colin Sexton. Now Zion's going to catch a lob and slam it on somebody's head and Twitter's going to erupt. Yeah, they're going to... They should blow them out. Team World. Team USA should blow them out. Who's our pick for the skills challenge? Yeah, I was going to get into that. The skills challenge looks pretty good this year. We got Sabonis, Dinwiddie, Siakam, Bam, Shea Gilgis, Alexander, Chris Middleton, Patrick Beverly, and Jason Tatum. I'm gonna take. I'm gonna take Beverly for for five hundred. No. Either Beverly, Siakam, or Tatum. Siakam might shock y'all, man. If Basically, you gotta you gotta pick somebody who can shoot the three because they gotta say. hit they gotta hit that outside shot. So I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna like scratch I'm gonna scratch Bam and Sabonis off my list now. Yeah, if Siakam could hit the three, I, I think he might make it. To... I think I'm gonna go with Chris Middleton and my my yeah. second 
guy would probably be Tatum. Didn't Tatum win last year? Yeah. Yeah. The Middleton or Tatum sounds like a good pick to me. I'm going to go with the upset special. Bam Adebayo won the skill challenge. He hits that three. All right. Moving on to the Mountain Dew three-point contest. We got Trey Young, Joe Harris, Devontae Graham, Davis Bertans, Buddy Heald, Zach Levine, Damian Lillard, and Duncan Robinson. I'm going to say, obviously, the favorite to win it probably would be Dame. And uh, I think I'm going to take Dame to win it. Okay. I think Dame, Damian Lillard and Zach Levine. Damian Lillard and Buddy Hill could be the last two. Hey, if Zach Levine wasn't good at threes, they wouldn't invite what are you talking about? <laughs> Joe Harris? Yeah, okay, I remember now. I picked Joe Harris to win last year, and he actually won. This was back when everybody was saying, who the hell is Joe Harris? And if I remember correctly, his first time he came out in the first round, and he hit like 15 in the road to start off. So I'm, I'm going to go with Joe Harris again for the repeat. Uh, my secondary pick, I'm going to go with Duncan Robinson, even though he's ugly. but. Nah. That man looks like a high school science teacher or something. Three-point contest. I also went with Joe Harris last year, and I'm going to go with Joe Harris back-to-back. Joe Harris got the burner. Uh, Runner-up, if Joe Harris somehow gets sick and gets the flu, I'm going to go with Luka Doncic. I did say gets the flu. So y'all don't think Dame got a chance? No. Maybe shoot from the logo. (laughs) No. Yeah, Joe Harris, Luca, Trey Young, one of them three. I'm gonna go with Joe Harris back to back. Is Luca in it? I'm on the website. He ain't in. He don't. They don't have his picture up here. Luca's not in it. Oh, Luca's in it. Wait a minute. You know what? He might have got replaced because he got injured. Luca did get replaced. They have Devontae Graham in it. He must have been a replacement. Yep. There you go. So, going to roll with Joe Harris or Trey Young. Wild card, Devontae Graham. Going to probably do pretty well. Devontae Graham's averaging 18 and 8? Yeah, probably. Yeah, he, well, it's, it's the Hornets. Him and... The only bright spots are him and PJ Washington. Uh, what happened to uh, Terry Rozier? He's still there, but Devontae Graham's playing better, in my opinion, this year. So, yeah, I don't know that. Oh, then he's averaging fourteen or seventeen, four and four. I hate you, Still not right. All yeah, right. Joe Harris. And uh, let's get to the dunk contest, which everybody's usually most excited for. We got a weird lineup this year, but nonetheless, we got Derek Jones Jr. returning. He had a lot of hype back 
I think like two or three years ago, and he he did horrible. So here's his time for redemption. We got Dwight Howard, who's like 40 years old, but nonetheless, Aaron Gordon should be a clear favorite, and Pat Connaughton, who has sneaky athleticism. Is that it? That's yep. it. I'm going to go Dwight Howard by a landslide. Oh, God. I'm going to I think I think Dwight Howard and Aaron Gordon are going to be the, the last two. I think Aaron Gordon wins, but I, I think Dwight Howard and Aaron Gordon are going to be the final two. And then it, it, will, it will be a weird, like, I don't know, dunk contest. I feel like that one really ain't got no hype around it. I'm gonna take Aaron Gordon to win, and my runner-up is gonna be Pat Connaughton. I think he's—I don't know. I feel like Derek Jones Jr. has a lot of athleticism, but he doesn't really have a lot of finesse, or he didn't show it the last time, at least. And I don't know. Dwight Howard's like 50, so I don't know what he can do at this point, honestly. He said he had some plan with Kobe. That would have won. I'm guessing that would have gave everybody. That would have got him all tens. I want to say maybe, depending on if he did it right. Didn't take a hundred tries. I think they should limit how many tries you get. Some dudes they be doing that shit for like two minutes. Like rare. Yeah, the rules change every year, so you never know what the rules are going to be this year. It may go back to the 24-second clock, and you get one retry if you miss. Okay. I'm going to start off by saying ain't nobody looking forward to watching Dwight Howard dunk with a cape on or a gimmick dunk, so he's out of the question. Derrick Jones Jr. is going to try some crazy random shit and probably wind up missing. He's going to be up out of there. It's going to be just like the first time two years ago. He's going to be ass. It's going to come down to Pat Connaughton and Aaron Gordon. And the winner will be Pat Connaughton, 44-inch Max Burt. White man can't jump. He indeed can jump. He's going to do some shit that they be doing in them uh, professional dunk contests and shit. He's going to pull out one of those. And nobody's expecting that because he's white. And I'm like, All right. And he's gonna do some crazy shit. And they're gonna be like, damn. And Pat Connaughton is gonna be a household name and get a couple commercials out the deal. And then you'll never hear from him on the court. I'm guessing Zion's gonna be in it next year. He'll get invited next year. Oh no. Eventually he'll do it. I don't. I don't think he'll do it. I think he'll wait a few years. He'll do it by like year three, though. Year three, year four. Yeah. Him, John Moran, him and John Moran are getting together. Like a pack of some shit. Them two, uh, Zach Levine, throwing somebody else. Uh, your boy. Uh, first pick next year is old brother. Lamelo Ball. Lamelo Ball. He'll be in a dunk contest. Bronny Jr. in like six years. I don't know about the dunk contest, but he could definitely win the skills challenge. 
Put him in a three-point. Yeah, Lamella in the three-point. We'll go with that. <laughs> we'll get LeVar Ball in the celebrity game with Jello as a coach. Oh, Lord. LeVar, hey, I haven't heard that dude in a long time. I guess he... Assistant coach. LeVar Ball, I guess he gave up. LeVar Ball, one coach. Alan Foster, the other coach. No, that's a fight. <laughs> no, nah, they they probably can't be in the same room together. Shit will pop off. Lavar versus Steven. They oh, they should have done. Or Jason Whitlock versus Steven. They wait. Get get Steven A for the celebrity game this year, and get Lavar Ball to be on the other team, and they go against each other. Yeah, for Levar a couple, versus- couple for a couple shots. Yeah. But I think the 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 celebrity game getting worse and worse every year. They might as well not. Even, I mean, if you're gonna do a celebrity game, they might as well just do two halves. Is it what? How, how do they do? They do a full quarter, like a full game. I'm surprised yeah, they don't do ten minute running quarters. I'm surprised they don't put better WNBA players in this or more WNBA players on the roster. Yeah. Know, to brand them. Also, some of these people I have never heard of. That's why I said you, they, they could have at least put some YouTubers on here. Social media. A-Dot B-Dot was in it last year. Didn't he win MVP? No, I think uh, Famous Loaf did. But he's a YouTuber. He's the same type of person. Got to get Cash Nasty or, or um, Solo Minotti for the celebrity game. I'm surprised Chris Smooth never did a celebrity game, but I guess he's not a real celebrity. He probably choose Hollywood and wanted too much damn money. They probably want some of these YouTubers. They probably ask them. They're like, oh, no, I want this much. Like a yeah. celebrity game? It ain't that serious. <laughs> it really is not. Drake, I'm surprised he never got Drake. And the Drake got his own damn court in his house, man. Yeah, that's just kind of fire. He just signed a deal with a caffeine streaming app, so he's gonna yeah. randomly they stream. They they they, they bring him back. Uh, he's trying to bring back like some other some other shit, but they he signed with whoever be doing like a uh, battle rap. So he's probably about to try to increase the battle rap industry. Yeah, URL Ultimate Rap League. Battle rap's kind of fire. I listen to it. Y'all should. I attempted to listen to it. Pretty fire stuff. I used to watch that, that one show. I think it was on MTV. I think it was like Your Mama or something. I don't know if y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> but he, yeah, <laughs> I used to watch that. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. And they be getting paid pretty. They be getting paid pretty good to do that shit. You just gotta memorize three rounds for like two minutes, thirty seconds, three minutes worth of material, and get like a couple thousand each battle. My guy Wilder Valderrama. What is that dude doing nowadays? Um, wasn't he hosting Punk the last time? 
uh, heard about him. I think he was hosting Punk last time I heard about him. AKA Mila Kunis X. Mila Kunis X? Who? Ashley Cookie. Yeah. They used to go out. Was that it? Was that all the topics? I believe so. Anything y'all can think of? Sports wise, wrestling wise, music wise. I got nothing. Wise, uh, I think they got Bailey versus Carmella for the women's championship. They might as well. Yeah, she won the Fatal Four Way or something like a week or two ago. Thought Bailey won. Yeah, they might as well just stop doing championships on Raw and SmackDown. I don't. They never really change over. They're oh yeah, basically... Shayna, Shayna Baszler is a vampire now. She bit the shit out of uh, yeah, Becky Lynch. I was, was, I mean, cringe. I was about to say that was kind of whack though. They didn't really have to do that. Yeah, hopefully <laughs> that's not her actual character now because if she's just gonna be going around fighting motherfuckers and they. With the fake blood packet, that's gonna be wet. Yeah, that's retarded. Rhea Ripley versus Charlotte, that's gonna be fire. That's gonna Even be though- good, but it don't really make sense because like uh, Charlotte Flair could have easily fought somebody for a title at WrestleMania, but I mean, it kind of does make sense because we've seen her and the female scene of Becky Lynch way too many times before. Her and Baylor, we've seen that way too many times before. Something different. Heck, you can have Charlotte win. Go down to NXT for the next. Is it even for a championship? Three, four months. Uh, I believe it's going to be for the championship. Have Charlotte go down there for the next three, four months. You know, build up NXT. Or you have Charlotte lose. And you build, you're still building up uh, Rhea Ripley. Yeah, I think I think Charlotte loses, but Rhea she beats the hell out of Rhea Ripley, and Rhea Ripley like beats the hell out of her. Basic. Don't, don't matter. The future for NXT is uh Bianca Belair. Don't at me. I don't, I don't understand why Bianca Belair just don't get switched over to the main roster, but I, guess I mean they're gonna have her win the belt first, I guess, and then. All, Even all they have to introduce is a mid-card women's championship, and they'll solve a lot of problems. That's all we have to do. They keep doing these dumbass, like, feuds with the same top-tier women. Like, if you just add a mid-card, you could give Charlotte Flair, like, it's super lame belt for no reason. Like, I don't know. I can see that. Because I'm, can, I'm I'm tired of seeing uh, Becky Lynch all the damn time. That's just, Dude, that's Becky Lynch has had the belt for almost a full year. That's that's not a good look for the WWE. Nobody wants to see that championship for that long. Which is mom was not from she's gonna not from Becky Lynch, this, not from somebody else, Becky Lynch, not like, from Becky Lynch. I mean, Zach likes Becky Lynch, but. Other than him and WWE. The only person who could keep a belt that long and keep people interested is Brock Lesnar. And pretty much that's it. <laughs> Maybe Daniel Bryan. I guess people got bored of I mean, Kingston. Yeah. Unfortunately. I think Big E needs to, need to get Big E on the 
They need Hype to get a trail. few. They need to get Biggie versus Braun Strowman for the Intercontinental. Call it a day. Give us a pre-mania match. Don't even matter who wins. No one cares. Yeah. Shout out to Matt Hardy about to go to AEW supposedly. Got rolled yeah. on. Him and Jeff could be really good in AEW. I feel like they'd fit. I mean, yeah. Yeah, if Jeff Hardy could stay out of jail and rehab and all this, this other shit. Yeah, he could stay clean for a couple months. Which is tough. He'll be he'll be solid in the AEW. AEW, they just have to fix their women's division and they'll be very fire. The women's division is Cody Rhodes' wife and Awesome Kong and a transgender. Yeah. Who doesn't have the belt? <laughs> oh, there you go. Yeah. But that's about it. Yeah, I think that's it. Shout out to Zach for getting grounded for another three months. We'll know yep. when the podcast will be back, so man got pulled man got pulled five minutes into the match <laughs> you really did man pulled you a Brock ejected. man pulled a Brock Lesnar that's tough yeah we hope to see y'all soon and uh yeah good luck in the podcast and we're gonna do the overrated underrated that's Stay gonna tuned. be a fire one I got, I got some names <laughs> Hey, I got three names, yeah, but I might, I might add two. I might do five. If we gonna do just, a I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get in my bag for this one. If we're just gonna do a full okay. episode of that. Yeah, I'm gonna pull out. I'm gonna pull out like three names. Ain't nobody thinking about Betty White. Yeah, underrated. <laughs> yeah. You you would be interested in a 95 year old. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Take it easy. She's got money. Hey man, wow. I got the chance. Go look up Eddie Guerrero's daughter, and then because uh, she definitely might make the list. Oh my bad, Betty White is ninety-eight. Damn. Yeah, just special. Yeah. All right. Till next right. time. Till next time. Peace. Deuces.